This is the latest episode of Daddy's Gonna Date, and I am Nicola. And I am Roisin. You think everybody would know that by now, but maybe not. Maybe well, I always wonder, time. like, do people, like, listen, you know, like, if they find us, do they just listen to the latest episode, or do they go back to the start? Because it was 2020, like, so you know what I mean? Do they just go, oh, that won't be relevant, or what? <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose maybe the COVID stuff. Maybe people were like, I don't want to hear about COVID data yeah. anymore. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I did it. I've seen it. I've experienced it. But if you are here for the first time, welcome. And if you want to go back and listen to older episodes, please do. Even if you just went back and listened to episode one, because at least it kind of gives us a you know, background of mm. myself and Nicola. And it kind of gives you an idea of where we are and where we're at. Well, not much has changed. <laughs> no. We've reverted basically to what we were in 2020. Yeah, just like probably a bit less, you know, hairy because we can get our hair cut and stuff like now. Yeah. We couldn't yeah. do back in 2020. Um, but yeah, we just kind of are a dating podcast with where we try to talk about how honestly how shy dating is in, in Ireland. <laughs> basically, pretty much. Now, I have to ask, because I know you had another wedding. Another uh, wedding. The other week. Was there any shifting? I, I need to know. There was a shift, but oh. there's nothing to write home about. It's not okay. like the last time where I had a little romance in it. This yeah. time, even if you'd wanted a romance, it was one of those typically Irish scenarios where um, shift to this fella, don't remember. It was just like, blah, you know, next day I woke up and I was like, oh no, oh, here we go. And everyone was like, we knew this was going to happen. I was like, why? I barely spoke to the person before. Like I didn't even register him uh, throughout yeah. the whole day. There was one really good looking fella who was sitting beside, well, like his table was beside me and we were chatting throughout the meal. But he ended up shifting somebody else. So I was kind of like, oh, I would have been eyeing up him. But anyway, the whole weekend that we were there, everyone just kept talking about it. So I just, even if I had been an inkling, I was like, I'm not going there because no one will stop talking about it. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry to my little, my little pal. But he, <laughs> he talked, tried to talk to me on day two. And I literally was like, when I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. There was like 40 people around and they're all just doing that stupid smile, you know, like, oh, no. It's actually so annoying because you only just had that as well. Wasn't that at the, um, was it the hen or something you were at and you got the same thing or, or was it a different wedding or something? Oh, it's one of the many things I've been at, you know, where everyone's <laughs> just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're just like, it just ruins it then. Like, I totally get, like, people want to have the crack and stuff, but, like, even we stayed for day three and day three, they were still talking about it. I was like, lads, he's not even here. Like, he's not even there. His, <laughs> brother, go. his brother came over and was like, hi, I hear you, like, how's it going? What's going He took a picture of me to send to his dad. I was like, oh, that I didn't consent God. to, by the way, that he just took a picture of. And I was like, what are oh, you doing? No. Yeah, yeah. So I was basically the topic of conversation. So even if he was Jamie Dornan, righty faced, there was no way I was going back there because it was just too embarrassing. No one would leave it be. My my husband is calling me. I'm so sorry. No, I, I I'm sorry about that, guys. <laughs> but it did. Um, the thing I did notice is Dublin is missing out. West of Ireland men are so much sounder. Better yeah. looking. I'm not including him in this now. This is not just like he is the substitute for. Yeah. But I mean, like everyone like who was from there, they're just nice people. Like West Ireland. Your, your last couple of shifts have been non-Dublin people, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm staying, staying away from the dubs, you know. I've, I've, <laughs> 
I'm sick of them, even though I live here. <laughs> you heard it here first. The jobs are done. Over. Yeah. Well, like I, I went on on uh, I downloaded Tinder for for the fact that I was going west. Yeah. So I was like, I'll go on, but I didn't have much time. But on the yeah. one of the mornings, I was lying in bed waiting for everybody else to wake up, and I was like, Oh, sure, I have a swipe now. Will I remember? And I mean, like yeah. you know, in Dublin, it's like every seventy-two people you might get a maybe, like yeah. that you might swipe for. In over there, it was now every once every at least. 40 so yeah yep. the talent is better the talent, the talent is, better. is better and yeah. I matched with one fella and shock surprise he is English but lives over West Ireland <laughs> I was like how did I just manage to find the one English person that lives of in course he did you have some town. sort of radar even if you don't know that you have it yeah so um yeah but I haven't really been well I was messaging him but like I just have no interest in dating apps I just can't I just can't. They're so boring to me. I just can't do them. I remember every time why when I go on them, why I've deleted them. So, um, but it just gave me thought that we do need to go west and do a date. It's going to west edition. <laughs> well, do you know what it is as well? Like it's like it's so nice that you're meeting people in person. Like even if it is just a shift or whatever. Like I just think the apps are so disheartening. Mm-hmm. Like even when I was walking home the other night, I went to German Kennedy and I was walking home. I'd. Um, I just we went to ATM and just randomly stopped talking to these lads. Now I would have no interest in any of them, whatever, but like just have the chats mm-hmm. and crack with somebody and then just be able to just toddle your way home. It's just so nice. I just think the apps are so, so depressing. And I just think, yeah, I don't know if whether it's too much too many people in Dublin like on the apps. So it feels just like you know, just too many months, you know? Yeah, too many months of months. <laughs> Mine are all, they're all foreign people who are in Dublin for the weekend or Dublin for two weeks. That's all that comes up in mine. There's never anybody from Dublin. So like, yeah. you might get one and he's like, oh yeah, I'm Gabby. Uh, I'm married to me, Mrs. But she left me last week. And I'm like, right, okay. <laughs> That's well, all we, I guess. We have been sharing some absolute oh my God. horror Tinder, Bumble and Hinge profiles. If I haven't seen them, lads, we should probably actually um, do a highlight do reel. A highlight reel yeah. of the ones we got sent because... My God. Wow. Mm-hmm. Some of them I don't actually know. I don't actually know what men are thinking. Yeah, I don't I, actually know. Some of them are just like so bizarre that you think, why when you're putting this up, what woman do you think is going to reply to these? Like the topless ones with no faces, I'm like, and especially because none of them are ripped. They all have beer bellies, and you're like, yeah. no one's swiping for that one. But it's the ones with the big rants in the bio that I'm yeah. like, I don't get. Also, the 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 ones that are, are married. I'm just looking for some fun. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Christ! Like, I mean, we, we live in Ireland, right? The smallest country in the fucking world. Like, mm-hmm. you surely cannot do anything without being absolutely caught rapid by somebody. Like, well, it's absolutely insane to think you're going to be away with it for long. Yeah, well, sure. I think case in fact is I don't know if you've listened to the two Johnnies. Um, Right. I don't listen to the two Johnnies, but I listened to this because right. everyone was talking about it. Um, and within me listening to the second episode, I knew who the girl was in her like her real name. I yeah. knew football or Paul's real name. I knew yeah. like there, there was like 20 screenshots sent to my phone. There was like, like of the real person's Facebook. And I was like, yeah, and that's been done anonymously on a, on a podcast. If that's the case, how do you think? But you getting your big beer belly out on Tinder that no one's going to know to you. Yeah, well, it's, it's hilarious, right? Because you obviously found out from somebody else who that person was. And I work with somebody who knows that girl. Oh so, like, God. I mean, like, Ireland's just too 
It's too small. small. Like, I don't know where you think you're going to get away with this. Absolutely crazy. But we will definitely make a highlight reel and put up some of the classics up there. There were one or two funny ones. Like a guy put up one of his profile pictures, babe, just in a Batman, like, costume mask. But, I mean, like, some of them are appalling. What was the one you put up of someone's feet? Was that one of the ones? Oh, yeah, that was one. That was one of his pictures. He had like six yeah. pictures. None of them are of his face. And one of them are of his feet. Now, bear in mind, his toes look like fingers. They were so long. <laughs> I wonder, like, <gasps> I don't even have a toe. Yeah. I don't even have a foot thing. I'm not. No, no, I, 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 do I. I don't have yeah. a problem. But he literally, I saw the story and I was like, Ugh. I know. I think yeah. I, he's now given me a foot phobia. And I never <laughs> had one before. <laughs> alarmed. Deeply, deeply alarmed. I am trying um, to see what else there was one. Um. Uh, oh, there it is. This is it. Yeah, look. I hear. I didn't need to see it again, Eric. <laughs> I didn't need. I didn't need the flashback. I didn't need the flashback. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Here's another one. There. To be all honest, I'm married and have a kid. Life a bit boring, so I'm looking for something to chat, coffee, drink, etc. Someone to learn and share. If we match, text me for more details. No. No. Oh, oh my other favorite was was I, I realize everyone can't see this, but finger squirt. Oh. What's his name? And he actually forgot for that one. <laughs> yeah. 40, 43 years of age. 43. Oh, but I did find someone for you. I found someone for you. <laughs> no, this isn't a joke, right? Because in my, I, when I was getting all of them in, and then this one, I saw this one that says, recently got over 8,000 reacts on Ireland Sim- Simpsons fans. So as you can imagine, I'm pretty chuffed with that. It's like, Roisin, well, love him. <laughs> I was like, am I, I've had a couple of ones do pretty good. Can I add them all? If I add them all together, it'd be better than his 8,000. Well, I think you two need to have like a challenge date. Who can get the best reactions <laughs> to a meme on, on Simpsons fans? And then that could be like the start of a beautiful relationship. Oh, there you go. Just have to send me, you have to send me the ad link. I will. I'll send you a profile. <laughs> um, but we had quite a big reaction to well, we're going to get into some dilemmas as well today but we did have quite a big reaction to our podcast last week where we talked about obviously uh, dating if you have children and obviously the whole thing was that like me and Nicola obviously don't have kids mm-hmm. so we were asking for people's perspectives and we got a few voice notes and a couple of things so I think we're going to share a little bit of that a little bit of their story I know they had one follower we won't give her name out because she might want to rename remain mm-hmm. anonymous um but she sent us a big long voice note about her experience being a, a single parent and dating um so we're going to throw in a little bit of that air just for a little break from our voices yeah. you can actually hear somebody who is a single parent trying to date in ireland and what it's like for them so as they say uh norty roll there roshin <laughs> <laughs> So basically, I I do like to think uh, that my story is kind of a happy ending, even though I still don't have a boyfriend. (laughs) But it is a long journey. Uh, If I reflect back the past years uh, from where I started and where I am today, it's a huge jump. So I definitely feel positive about the whole thing today. Well, you know, I'm not even Irish, but basically I am because I'm living here like 13 years. So part of me is Irish, but you can hear from the accent. I didn't manage to pick that part up. Um, Yeah, so basically I've been just in relationships like up to I was like 31. And then here I found myself um, single and single parent 
single full-time working parents, just to be precise. And I suppose because with my ex, we were together eight years. And first of all, it just kind of wanted to take the time to process the breakup and everything. So it's like the first 18 months dating wasn't even on the list, not even like the back of the list, like not on the list at all. Like for one, like I was kind of on average salary, which I think it plays a big part in lots of single parents. Like, you know, with all the prices and everything, like, you know, like you need to afford dating, you know, so that was one of the issues. The second issue is, you know, emotionally, like I just needed to deal with the breakup. Like I didn't just, it was a long time while we started to kind of grow apart before we broke up. So there was all this like one year when we were trying to fix it and it didn't work. And then you're kind of not just ending the relationship, but all the memories. And I suppose it's a friendship as well at the same time. So it was a lot to deal with. And then looking for a place to live, then I never been a single parent and as the fir- my first child. So figuring out all that part as well. I came to the conclusion that dating is not an option, but after a while uh, I got promoted. So I thought like, okay, now uh, for one, financially, maybe, you know, I'm more stable to start thinking about it. And I was kind of in a place that, you know, I found my closure about the whole breakup thing. Here is the next new thing that came to my life. Like, how do you date when in your entire life you've never been exposed to meet someone online? You never used any dating app. You are not even a texter, you know, like I'm still like so old school, just picking up the phone kind of thing, you know. So I was like, how do I go about it? And I still remember my friend was over. Sinead and she's like oh you have to download Tinder and Bumble and just just do it and I'm like but how how do I talk to these people and she's like oh just say hello and I was like oh thanks but you know what I mean like it's just so weird just to talk to a photo you know and the other thing as well which I didn't understand for a long time but I kind of um I kind of identify as a sapiosexual, which I know it's not a thing for everyone, but I kind of attract it to people's values and, you know, like kind of like emotional intelligence and things like that. So for me, it's really difficult kind of to filter out people just through pictures. I suppose the first thing that probably lots of girls look at is like, you know, like for me, it's really off-putting when somebody is like really loving themselves and that like, yeah, so that was the first part. Like, how do I swipe people when, you know, I need to know a little bit of their personality to, you know, decide if I even want to talk to them. So first I just kind of, I was just swiping, you know, like even my friend was swiping for me and um I'm just going to highlight my very first match, which was someone I knew through work. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I probably didn't know what I was doing and all that stuff. But, you know, like, he's a really lovely guy. I'm not sure if I think back now if he's actually my type. But I, I guess I just, you know, wanted to give it a go. But I didn't know what to do. So 
I asked my friend a lot, like, like to reply him back and stuff. Uh, and then I was, you know, like, you know, your sub girls, like you go through all this, the kind of the hey guys, the 1am kind of guy with a, what are you up to? Or, you know, like the, all this kind of uh flakers and ghosters which i have to say three years ago i had to actually google what ghosting means and what flaking means i was like what the hell is that like i never done something like that in my life and so i've been through all of this with no experience it was quite destroying to my soul because i'm just such an honest out you know upfront person and i would have the tendency to assume that people have honest and good intentions, which obviously they are not. So I had to kind of gain some experience and get over this naivety. So obviously after a few months, I decided this is shite. And this was after a night, I was meant to go on a date with someone I've been chatting for three months without meeting and you don't need to say, because I know today I shouldn't have waited this long. I probably should have, you know, just stopped talking to him after two weeks, not asking me out or something. But at the time, I was naive. I didn't know. So obviously he didn't show on the date. Then my friend was in town. So I was like, oh, Jesus, I need a drink. Like, can we meet up? So I just went there and I had the best night of my life. Uh, and that night I actually met someone in person who was actually like really, really similar to me in personality, interests and everything. So obviously I was swept off my fucking feet, like at the first sight um, and it kind of kept my mind occupied for a few months. Like, you know, like I just couldn't believe that there is someone like that who I share so many common interests. Now the big thing was that you know, uh, only, only after we met a couple of times, the question "How old are you?" came up. And at the time I was thirty-two, and he was twenty-four. No, thirty-one. I was thirty-one. He was twenty-four. So I was a little shocked because. He just didn't, I, I knew that he was a bit younger, but not like that much. So I, then I kind of, I kind of started to feel like this is not going to work. Like, you know, like he was still just kind of studying. I'm like, kind of like, you know, big, like before the big milestone in my career. And I was getting quite a good salary and everything as well, which made him, I, I think made him feel quite intimidated. Then, of course, COVID hit, so that naturally stopped because we couldn't meet, and uh, it was just kind of months. I was just kind of feeling sad and alone and kind of helpless, which I see a lot online, people, single parents struggling a lot that, you know, Jesus, this is hopeless. I will die alone, like all, everything that you can think of, they put it out there, you know? Uh, that's like a single parent page on Facebook and it just that's uh, one of the things actually that made me inspired to share my story because it can kind of breaks my heart that you put yourself into that position that there is no other way there is another way but we just need to be patient I suppose like 
you just have to make sure that you mentally don't get damaged by all these people that disrespect you or ghost you, which I know what it means today, by the way. Um, yeah, so then obviously COVID happened, then I found you girls and, you know, I really enjoy the podcast. It kind of, you know, uh, I felt I can relate to the stories and I didn't feel so alone and I just loved listening to it. I have to say, I'm not just flattering you. I actually mean it. And then when kind of the restrictions eased and I went back to the apps and then I was like, okay, that's it. Now I put my effort in, I played the number game and it actually went really well this time. Like the chats were going good. I really filtered out the people. Um, but, you know, there was just nobody really that kind of stayed there. And obviously there was one person I met and we kind of started to date. He was a little bit um, older than me. Like I was 32, he was 39 and no children. But, you know, we were just kind of in much in terms of, you know, maturity, similar levels. So we got on really well. But uh, then he was like, I'm not sure if I actually want to date someone who has a child he's like you know I know that uh you know I he knew about it like I wasn't hiding it but that's how it kind of ended that he's not sure and you know slowly kind of faded away then he came back a few times because he's just like I just really liked you but uh for first time I gave it another chance for the second time I didn't I just kind of uh, you know, finished it off. But that's actually another thing on dating apps. Should we include or should we exclude from our profile? Like that was a big question between myself and my friends. And some of my friends don't put it there. And first I didn't put it on my profile, but I found it, it made me feel really uncomfortable not putting it there because then for one, I feel I'm misleading the person. Uh, second, I was feeling really awkward how do you actually say it when it's the right time so when for in the second round I went back online I actually had it on my profile like in a funny way you know like no pictures or anything but just kind of putting it there and it was no issues but the other thing we talked about with my friends my single friend single parent friend sorry <laughs> uh, is when you should introduce your child because I don't know, some of them think that you should wait a year, but I think I always thought like if, you know, if I'm serious about someone and that person doesn't have a child already, then, you know, meeting, it's like probably as soon as possible, because I think it's just fair that the person needs to see what he's actually getting into. So uh, that would be my preference, but it unfortunately never actually got to that point yet. So I will let you know if that's actually going to happen. So then we went into another lockdown. And yeah, then I... Yeah, that was like last year, summer, June. And then I deleted the apps and I didn't go back ever again since. Like I downloaded it maybe twice for a few hours or a day. 
Then I realized that, I don't know, I must have some sort of dating up PTSD or something, but I was just like, I'm a strong believer now. I'm going to meet someone in person and as hard as it's going to be, like, I don't care. I just, I just, I just don't think I can go back to the dating up. Like, it's just, I feel that lots of people are there, like after breakup, trying to fix their ego, hook up. Like if only people were there with like true intentions that actually wanting to meet someone and, you know, you know, you don't have to invest so much time into filtering through people, then, you know, I would. But I don't know. Maybe that's the question. Should I give it a go again now? (laughs) I can't really decide. But yeah, so that's more or less my story where I am today while during lockdown especially there were lots of moments that I just felt like I'm gonna die alone like I went through this you know uh, playing myself the violin kind of phases but uh, I think today I'm in a place I just uh, I'm first of all I'm doing my dream job now Uh, second of all my daughter is older so things are a lot easier and sorry she's screaming in the background of course yeah, so I actually in a place where I don't feel I need anyone right now. So, and funny enough, like when I go out now, I feel like I'm wearing some magical scent because lots of people are approaching me. And I think maybe there is something about us, like, you know, when we don't care that, you know, that's kind of, you know, maybe you just drop this that I need to find someone. I just go and enjoy myself and maybe. That's what it is. So uh, hopefully, you know, with that kind of headspace, you know, the chances either if I meet someone or I don't meet someone like at this stage, I feel like, you know, it doesn't really matter because I have everything in this life that I actually need. And if somebody comes in to add to that, that will be great. And if somebody doesn't, then, you know then it is what it is like that's the way I think so uh, thanks very much and let me know if there is anything else like um, so obviously what she sent us was quite a long voice and it was like 20 minutes so we didn't include the whole thing because some of it I suppose was identifying um, some was just like you know yourself and your chat and you're like so what am I talking about oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but loads to take from it um, imagine like I suppose the first thing I thought of when she started talking at the start was being not knowing how to do a dating app. And I suppose if you are, it doesn't have to be a single parent, but like if you're in a relationship for a long time and then suddenly you're single again and you're like, and everyone's just like, just go on Tinder. And you're like, but what does that even, what does that even mean? Like they know the app is there, but like, what do you mean? Just go on it. Yeah. Well, I was actually talking to somebody the other day and um, they were talking about wanting to go on a dating app and try and meet some people. And I was kind of like, oh, do you have some photos, like your fave saved photos from another time? And they were like, what other time? And I was like, sorry. And they were like, I've never had a Tinder hinge, any profile. Mm-hmm. This girl is like same age as ourselves, so in her 30s. And it's not that she's been in loads of relationships with them. She just has never done it. I was like, God help you. God fucking help you. I didn't want to do it. Wrong wrong woman. You don't need to see feed pics being sent to you. Unauthorized feed pics. Honestly, knowing this, she'll probably log on and find a fellow straight away. I mean, this is the way things work. For everyone but us, that is the way it works. Exactly. 
And so, yeah, like it is, it is weird to think like, because if you think about like, I remember the first time I downloaded tin, Tinder, yeah, Tinder, yeah, was when we were in Australia. And to be fair, I hadn't a clue how to work it and I just thought it was hilarious. So that was yeah. like, let's say seven years ago or whatever. And I thought it was gas because I had no idea how it worked. And you just write to anyone who'd write to you and you didn't really pass marks. And now like I would be so strict on like who I'm matching with because and who you give personal details to. So like imagine just starting afresh and the, some people have been on there. You know the way you know the same people you see them yeah. all the time. Yeah. And someone come up to you and be like, oh, I match with this guy. And you're like him. He's been there since Tinder was founded. Yeah, yeah no, it's so true. Because I remember, I think the first one I ever tried when we came back from Australia was Plenty of Fish. And mm-hmm. I wasn't even on it that long when I met my ex. And then so then I wasn't on anything for like four and a half years, basically, pretty much. We take into account the recovery time. <laughs> <laughs> I had never done Tinder before. I'd obviously seen other people's Tinders and knew what it was about and all, but like, it is mad. So yeah, it was really interesting when she said like, like, well, how do you even Tinder? Like, what do you do? And another point she obviously brought up is that like, she, like her, like how she feels attracted to someone or how she gets attracted to somebody isn't through looks alone and that she's, you know, falls for people's personalities and, and all that. And all, most of these dating sites don't give you anything of that do you know what I mean no it is all like it is all appearance based and like that's why I do like people who post, have a bio but in the same sense like I would only have two lines in my bio and it's usually something to do with Westlife or Father Ted and I don't <laughs> really give anything really about me probably not but like you know it's, it's something though it's yeah, something how many male profiles you see with none I hate a spiel like I hate looking on it's like likes and dislikes and it's 25 things and I'm like dude I'm not reading all of that but in the same sense I do think everyone should have something in their bio um, which is what she mentioned should she have in her bio that she has kids and so she says um, the second the first time around she didn't and the second time she did so me personally I think you should mention it in your bio because you're weeding out the people that would ditch you when they find out later yeah time wasters hmm. like you know what I mean even though I'd imagine it is probably more difficult and maybe that small in your pool but like I think she even mentioned that even herself knowing what she wants from somebody now and I think like you obviously are going to want somebody who doesn't have a problem with kids and I think like it's probably best to be upfront about it because as I did mention I think last week we were talking about having a few days with a guy and he was like blah blah my kid and I was like you didn't say that and he was like I did he 100% did not guys he did not tell me he has a kid I like that'd be something you would remember it's not something you'd forget and again I don't have a problem with a kid but like to somebody else that might have been a complete deal breaker like somebody else would have might have been like you never fucking tell me this day is over fucking see a good luck yeah um but yeah, I would have thought being just upfront about it would have just saved you any hassle with any dickheads kind of down yeah. the road. Like I think we talked about in an episode a while back how I'd seen someone on it who said, I don't want kids and just alerting to people that. And I was like, I'm thankful now because if I liked him and we got talking and I didn't find out till like 10 dates down and I was totally emotionally involved and you're like, you don't want mm-hmm. kids, but I do. It doesn't mean I'm going to have them, yeah. but I would like them, you know, that kind of way. So I do think the same sense, like, yes, your pool is smaller, but like, do you want a bigger pool but full of dickheads that are going to probably ditch you anyway? Like, I think it's better. I would rather have a smaller pool than I knew were semi- On the same Yeah, like, same yeah. track or some similar interests or whatever, rather than having all the fuckboys in there, but it looks like I've got loads, you know, that kind of way. 
Yeah, yeah, no, totally, totally. I would, I would agree. I would rather like pull from a smaller pool of people on the same wavelength as you, um, rather than like trying to filter out all the absolute gobshites. Like, I think that is good if you don't want kids to have that down because that filters out people for you as well. So I, I would think, okay, smaller pool, but less tickets who you don't want in your life. Exactly. So definitely, I would. She did ask that. Uh, what we thought. So, um. What else did she say? I loved her. Uh, I have. I think she has dating app PTSD. And I'm like, girl, that should be the official title of it because who doesn't have a dating app PTSD? It's like every so often I'm like chatting to someone, you know, when you're on them and then you go, oh, this just reminds me of the guy that did this. And, you know, you kind of flash back and you go, oh, I just much prefer like the talking in person thing. I just... Yeah. I just or get, someone even mentions a dating app. I go, oh, oh. <laughs> like, well, like, you have the. Have you seen the Bumble ads that are around Dublin at the moment? It's like mm-hmm. to find find out what makes you tick and what gives you the ache. And it's like Bumble. But I was like, there's Roisin right there, given the ache. Yeah. It's like you're yeah, like we. I'm well over this side of the ache factor of things. But um, yeah, no, totally. I mean, I do think like I genuinely think it can be traumatizing because some people are so horrific on them and I'm not even just talking about guys who are like you know I don't know like just want to look to fuck and stuff like that but like sometimes the photos you see sometimes the profiles you see Mm. I mean if you're like if you are you know sensitive to a whole range of things like it could be super triggering like seeing some of the stuff that like the face (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> but honestly like but like I've seen things like really aggressive oh yeah like, DSM posts that are like bordering on sounding like sexual assault like that would you know make me uncomfortable so I can't imagine anybody who might have any sort of like history of that seeing these kind of um things and then I've just seen as well I follow a couple of single girls on Twitter who are quite vocal about their dating experiences online. And some of the messages these girls get sent, even even just sharing their dating experience from men on Twitter is so aggressive. It's like these men go out of the way to find these girls' accounts mm-hmm. and like fucking have a go at them like online. It would make me not want to ever date again. Honestly, I don't know how some of them are, are still doing it, but like it would make me not want to do it, honestly, God, because like the, the aggression you get off some people is just. Yeah. And then, there's, then there's the aggression of just being like, you know, they're up for one night stand or whatever. And you're like, no, nah, that's not what not I'm looking for. But good luck to you. And they come back and say mm-hmm. something. You're like, oh, block, just block. Like, it's just kind yeah. of so draining. Like, and I do think there's, I, we've often talked about how there should be more parameters on apps that you can put in like similar likes or, you know, whatever it is, you know, that you can cut things down. You know, I just think that all these apps need more parameters that you can, again, have a smaller pool. Like I don't want to swipe 45 minutes before I come yeah. up with one person that I potentially think is, you know, decent. I'd rather just have no, no word of line. I'm like, okay, maybe one of them is decent than 76 yeah. and maybe a quarter of his foot is decent. Yeah, I honestly would love to have like, are you a feminist and not a transphobe? Yeah. Then we can talk. That would yeah. make me look like that's I feel like should be, that should be the questioner. Do you hate? And then it's like the following things up and they click yes, no, or maybe or whatever. And it's like, okay, I hate women. So therefore you're not for me. Do you think women should have equal rights? Like, no. I'm like, right, you're not for me. Do you like to kill deer with your spare time? 
And if you answer yes to any of those, then you're oh, removed God. from all dating sites forever. <laughs> Honestly, my God, I'm just like, oh, but I think it was really nice to hear that, like, I suppose, in a, not even just in a sense of um, this girl who sent to us, um, not just a single parent, but also I'm delighted for her as a single parent that she kind of ended on the fact that she's really happy in her life and she's got like a really good job and her daughter's doing really well and she doesn't feel like she needs anyone. And if they come along, brilliant, but if not, um, because as she said, there was time during the lockdowns where she was really depressed and she thought she'd never yeah. date again. And that was all of us, kids and yeah. our kids. And I think the only, the, the place that I would be quite happiest would be like, I suppose at the moment I'm quite happy enough. Like I'm just like, I would like to meet someone, but I'm also kind of like, mm, you know, like yeah, life is no, busy no, and I'm not sitting yeah. around going, why don't I have anyone? So I think that's a really good place to be. And I think when you get to that place, you're kind of like, oh, it's so good that I'm not stressing about the fact that I don't have anybody. It's because when that back comes back around, it's just such a depressing place and your thoughts become so negative and it just affects yeah. everything because it's not just, it's, it affects the friendships because somebody complains about their boyfriend and you're like, you know, you have a fucking boyfriend. Whereas now I'm like, someone complains about the boyfriend, I'm like, oh, you made me so glad to be single. <laughs> But it's true. I mean, and we've done episodes all about like positive mental attitude before and confidence and all that. But like it does make a huge difference being happy in yourself and content in yourself and dating in that frame of mind and then dating when you're not. And, you know, somebody was like, oh, what if you met someone organically like at the moment? Mm. And I was like, oh, it honestly, just wouldn't even be fair to to drag in anybody into anything because I'm mm. not in the space to let anyone into my life. So not that it happens all that often that you meet someone in real life, but I don't really have capacity for anybody right now. Do you know what I mean? You're I just don't have capacity for anybody. You're probably not open up to it as well because the person could be there, but you uh, can't see it. You've got like the blinkers on because you're not ready for it. So like, I know people say, oh, when you least expect it, but I think it's different when you're going through a breakup because like, yeah, a lot of emotions to go through and a lot of closure to bring upon yourself, especially in your case. And it's kind of like, I don't think that, you'd be even if he's dancing beside you you can't see <laughs> yeah you're like there's a cloud like, no. there's a cloud yeah yeah no you just don't have you just don't have the mental capacity to, to something like that yeah the base best base can be is like happy in your job happy in your life and all those other things being good and like the listener said you know, if somebody can come into her life that fits into that, great. But actually, she's really happy with everything she has now. And I think that's the most important takeaway from it all, really. Actually, the most important takeaway from it all is how she said we helped her during the lockdown. <laughs> how much we love you. <laughs> it's a pity we can't help ourselves. But sure, look, if we can help others on the way, it's all of ours. I know, no, I am only joking about that because obviously there's more important points, but I did, it was lovely to hear that <laughs> because to hear it in a voice as well, because like, we do get lovely messages and stuff, to actually get someone send you a voice message and kind of, like you can hear them and like you can hear her and she did say some nice things about us and it's not just our yeah. own friends going, yeah, the episode was grand, you never told me this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but sure, look, we'll, we'll move on to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you have one, I've got one. We'll be going with your one first. We won't, we'll play the voice note one at the end. Okay, grand. Well, we got this in and I did share this on Instagram um, and we got some answers. So I want to kind of 
bring it up and talk about it so this this girl can hopefully get a few a few tips um but basically we got a message going in hi guys i have a bit of a dilemma and i could do with some advice i've been seeing a guy for the last couple of months and i really like him but he's a bad kisser he's a bit shy when it comes to making a move so i don't want to knock his confidence by telling him he's not a great kisser so what can i do so i was like am i okay to share this she was like please do you i don't know what to do (laughs) And look, I think probably everyone in the whole world has been there, whether it's like a random shift on a night out or someone you're actually seeing or had a few dates with. Mm. I think everybody has been at a point where they've had a bad kiss. I mean, I asked, would you be brave enough to tell someone they're not a good kisser? And 76% of people were like, absolutely not. Oh, my God, I was just about to say, because I hadn't seen the results and I'm like, I would not no way whatsoever <laughs> I couldn't have that that voice echoing in that person's head for the rest of their life I'm not having being that voice oh my god I know stop it'd be really really difficult but there was a good few responses but in general I would say most people who were saying that you should say something were kind of saying like okay you don't you don't obviously say hey you can't fucking shit for shit for shit right but they were saying like say something like complimentary kind of like I really like when you kiss me like Mm. slow or I really like when you do x or could we do more of blah right so instead of just being full-on blunt and being like that that's crap like Mm -hmm. kind of when yeah like some a couple of people were saying start with a positive about how much you love being around him or like, oh, maybe not love. I mean, the word you'd be using after a few dates. But you really like being around him and you like things and you're kind of like, I really like when we when we do it this way or I love when we kiss this way. And then that way, I think you're probably not embarrassing the person because I think the hardest thing here is like, you obviously don't want to embarrass someone because what you yeah. could end up doing is like them completely retreating and then the whole thing could just blow up in your face yeah so I think like, like positive reinforcement yeah yeah basically um like somebody was saying like that they'd been in a similar situation before and they just kind of said like oh you know as in make it like you just have a weird preference thing as in like as in it's nothing to do yeah. with you it's like oh I kind of like when you when a person like I don't know, bites my lip or whatever it might be yeah. or whatever it is. It's just, and then make it more like it's about your personal preference as mm-hmm. opposed to how that person actually kisses. Um, like, I mean, somebody was like, nah, don't bother next. <laughs> I was like, I definitely wouldn't throw it away if I was having it's dates. No, it depends on how bad the kiss is. It really does. Well, yeah. I mean, if she's still seeing them, I'd assume she's not, she's not uh, put off just yet. Honestly, it counts for kisses and other stuff as well because like obviously there's sometimes that people do things and like you know when you're with someone and you're like that is not going to <laughs> there's nothing good coming out of this pal and they're giving it socks and you're like this is no good but the only I think instead of being like no I don't like that it's to be positive reinforcement oh that's grand but I actually love when you do this kind of stuff and yeah I think that's the same and in, in like in all aspects because if you think about it if somebody said to you like Roisin that was shit. You, like it's in your head forever and you're never yeah. going to attempt it again. So if it's kissing, which is such a like start off factor, if someone says you're a terrible kisser, you're literally going to be like, oh shit. 
and you're never yeah. going to kiss anyone again. <laughs> no, totally. I think there is a there is definitely because originally I was like, oh, holy shit, like what way do you approach it? But I think a lot of people had a really, really good idea, which was of this kind of like preference or just kind of saying positive, something positive to fo- and then following with something maybe you don't like, but not making it sound like so negative. Be yeah. like, oh, I love it when you kiss me slowly. You know what I mean? If they if they are a person who's like too too quick yeah. with the yeah, wash machine tongue. Or you and could then a lot of- you could you could try and find like a scene in a TV show or a movie or something which kind of demonstrates the way you prefer, and then kind of go, oh, we should try that, and then oh, and then be over enthusiastic about yeah. how brilliant it is, and then he's going to do it all the time because he's going to be like, Jesus, she was jumping me bones when I did it like that. <laughs> I won't go back to my normal then, but like. <laughs> I just wonder how you get far in life with being a bad kisser. Yeah. Well, the other thing is that that a lot of people mentioned uh, this person, and I, I don't personally follow them, but I just started following them on her page, is Jenny Keane. Apparently, mm. she's an intimacy communicator, and she does things on her Instagram about how to bring up things like this with your partner or, like, more intimate situations. And she has, gives, like, advice and tips on what to do if like things aren't working in the bedroom and stuff. I just had a quick l- glance at her Instagram. She has a hello, Jenny Keen at hello, Jenny Keen. So that could be another person worth having a gander at her old Instagram since she seems to be like work in that kind of space and that kind of area. And even we had um, Grace Alice, uh, Grace Alice on before talking about, you know, sex and intimacy and all that as well. So she is definitely worth a, a follow as well. And um, even if it's about if it's about sex as well and things like that. And we had a great chat with her before. So I'd go back and listen to that. But yeah, there's another resource for you, maybe. Um, and bear in mind, you're not alone. When I ask people, we've all had a horrific shift. Ninety three percent of people said yes. Oh, and gosh. to the seven percent who said no. Liars. Uh, liars absolute liars oh, I don't and they've never shifted right. before <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly why are you on this page um it's like then, who can say their first kiss was magical like it's not like in the movies it's not like you stand no. there and you're like ha, la, 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 la. Yeah. it's like where do i put my hands where do i put my mouth am i meant to use tongue i don't understand is he enjoying himself i don't know <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know about you, but mine was like a public um, spin the ball thing. So it's like everybody was watching you. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I think I was 12. I was like, I don't know. I just remember coming away from it being like, my mouth is full of someone else's spit. I was like, this surely that's not the way it was supposed, yeah. <laughs> supposed to be done. Um, I did ask people what was the thing they hated the most about kissing. Uh, was it too much tongue, too much saliva? Biting or someone poking you with their tongue. Um, well, the most voted. Do you want to guess? Too much saliva. Too much tongue. Too much, too tongue. much tongue. People, people don't like too much tongue. So you have to get the right tongue. It's the saliva that you're like. <laughs> I know. Well, this is was like my first, my first experience. But I also taught like the tongue poke. You know, it's just like no one's gonna be able to see it, but it's like the iguana. <laughs> the iguana. It's not the move. If our friend Gemma is listening to this right now, she's like, oh, Gem Jump. Gem Jump. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of ways the kissing can go bad, but you just think by the time, if this girl is the same age as us in your 30s, like, Jesus Christ, like, I would just be like nearly take control because, you know, you're just so used but to it. You like to be kissed these days. You just like move it around and cliff it. Yeah. And I think the thing is like you you can you can do that and take control. And that actually can be like 
really hot and really sexy to somebody. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you just take over the situation and... I know, but when you like someone, then maybe it's just kind of building up in your head a little bit much. And Yeah, I would say the sooner you kind of mention something, the better. Because I think the longer it goes on, the harder it is for you to say anything. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be On your wedding day, like this year, your wedding (laughs) kiss and your photos, it's you gagging. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, look, if you can say this thing about, like, kissing, and it's fine, that means that, like, when you get to more intimate things, like, you'll be able to express what you like there as well. And they'll be like the boundaries will be like a lot lower because you've already had a chat about other stuff. It'll make other things easier, surely. What she should do is hire a German person, okay? Because they are blunt. So they'll be like, your kissing is not good. (laughs) (laughs) That is an interesting German accent. I can't do a German accent. Actually, I need to kind of hear a German word and then I can kind of do one, you know? I'm fine. I, I should just ring Tom. Tom! <laughs> I'll get him to record your kissing is terrible and send it to this girl and she can yeah. send it to you, man. Sorted. Sorted. Okay, so our, our last dilemma of today, this one comes via voice note and we've been loving the voice notes. So um, if you do want to send us in one, it doesn't have to have for a topic, just you have a dilemma. As you can see, they're all anonymous. Send them in and we'll play it at the end of an, another episode and we'll get the feedback or if you, whatever like that. So just send them in to us. But this girl sent in one and it's about friends with benefits. So I'll play it for you here and you can see what you think. So I'll be interested to hear your listeners' opinions on friend with benefits. Um, I have a guy that we were friends with benefits last year when I was single. And now that I'm single again, we've got back in touch. Um, we have strictly been friends with benefits um, for, you know, a few months. Um and yeah, we went out on an actual proper date yesterday and we're going on again next Saturday. Um, but we're still saying that we're friends with benefits and that's the way it's staying and whatever. Is this muddy in the water? Like we have a really good time together. Um don't feel like I want a relationship with him, but can it say that way? Don't know. Just wondering everybody's opinion. So, friends with benefits. Now, uh, I put it up on the Instagram as well to get some reactions. Yeah. Um, but what is your, before we get to them, what do you think of the old FWB situation? Um, Awkward. Mm-hmm. An awkward one. I think something you have to be really, really careful with. Um, Like, what is the setup? What is the situation? What is the age gap you know where what stage of life are you in like is this a potential thing of like you might be you know you might have feelings you might have you know things might happen um I kind of had a situation with someone I don't know if I call them my friend though you know what I mean? it wasn't it wasn't really like that yeah yeah and it was um and it was fine because it was kind of it was after my breakup not the recent one the one before that um and it was kind of easy to just put like a distance because we were so different it was it wasn't like he was ever going to be someone I would ever date or would ever be anymore because he was a few years younger than me and stuff like that so it never never would have panned out into anything more than it was um but like there was times where I'd get langered and I'd be like oh why don't you like come over and he'd be like oh I can't because whatever and then he'd get pissed off just because I was drunk you know what I mean and also just because I was 
still not in. I wasn't fully over my ex. So I think it just didn't help. It felt like a rejection, even though it it was not a rejection at all. Do you know what I mean? It was just, it was what it was. You know, there were no hard feelings between ourselves and it's fine. I have no problem with the guy. And as far as I know, he has no problem with me. And like I, you know, did you ever do the dates thing? Like she's saying in the voice note, they went on a like a date, but he was very clear that this is just a friends of benefits that they just. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we had one date, but it was very, very. I already knew before we went on the date what this was going to be if it was going to be something. Do you Mm. know what I mean? I don't think either of us had an idea of what we wanted, and maybe, and to be honest, that suited me. Like I didn't really want to date him. If that makes sense, I went on a date for. You know what I mean? With, I was just going to say, yeah, you were going on a date because you didn't want to go straight in to what you were there for. Yeah, 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 yeah and exactly. I think that's the problem with a lot of it is, is that like you claim to you want this friends benefits um, situation, but then your guilt or whatever it is makes you think that you should be dating just to get the right out of it or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's kind of defeating purpose then because you are being, feeling guilty because you're not supposed to tell people like you're seeing someone you want to be able to say I'm dating someone as opposed to like yeah. benefits. That's not the same thing. Like, do you know what I mean? If you're not, no, no, I can you actually know. attract to someone not emotionally or mentally attracted to them. Do you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, part of the benefits is meant to be just like you're there for what you're there for, not yeah. A better, and like, I think what's annoying about maybe that situation that the boys note was talking about is you went on a date with a guy and he hadn't kind of and you'd been chit chatting or whatever beforehand and it wasn't clear before you met was I felt like it was very obvious yeah, so they were they were doing friends with benefits before she said and then she got into a relationship with somebody else and then came out and was friends with them they t- picked back up basically yeah but then they went on a date and nearly like to just be seen doing it like you know what I mean oh uh, yeah that, that's that's strange I mean it, it kind of depends I mean can you do it without having any feelings involved I mean if you can that's fine yeah if you, if you can do it and you can't, there's no feelings there. I often think, do you know that's kind of saying, or some, like, I'm not going to say it right, but you know, if you're asking the question, you yeah. might already know the answer, you know the answer. You know, kind of way. Yeah. Um, which is like, I think really like, it has to be a really adult situation and you both have to be in a frame of mind that, yeah, this boat suits us both and I've no interest in anything else. And I certainly wouldn't be, if the arrangement, if that was the arrangement, I wouldn't be meeting for dates. I wouldn't meet, be meeting for anything I would just for, be meeting up for a hookup purely. Yeah, I, I love me that I'm always like, yeah, I, think I could totally do it. First of all, I don't have any friends that I could have a benefit with. Believe you me. <laughs> You've seen my friends, Ro. They're all yours too. And majority of them are gay, they're probably gay. So, um, and any of my other friends are married or really not um, not benefit material. But I always say like, oh, I wonder how these kind of things start. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a, a situation like that. I'm like, I'd love one. And then I'm like, actually, I probably wouldn't because I'm an emotional person and I don't have a lot of time. And if I was going to invest in somebody that way, I'd probably want the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Because I could have like- probably stayed with that guy that killed deer and just pretend I didn't hear that and just had a fling but I was instantly turned off by that and I think that's my problem that like a lot of my things that I fancy with people if I'm not apart from when I'm drunk is that I like their personality as well and that kind of yeah I think so the whole thing with the friends with benefits is is that the line has to be drawn Mm. about what it is and I think the whole thing is like you don't have dates with your friends with benefits you don't hang out with your friends with benefits 
the next day. Bye. See ya. Like yeah. that's how it should be. Like if it's truly your friends with benefits, it's a literal like call, hook up. You go the next day. Half the time, you're just gone. Yeah, you're just gone. And even if they do stay the night, they go up, they dress, they leave the next day. Like that's all it should be. Mm-hmm. I think what what can happen is you start getting into cuddling then at night, to hanging around in the morning and doing those kind of bits and pieces. And I think if you start doing that, that's where the lines get really, really blurred and somebody can end up being hurt. And sometimes it may not be you. It might be the other person or what it might be. But like the friends with benefits for me, that that will only work if it's a very clear and obvious line drawn between when you hang out and when you do not hang out. And dates 100% would not be part of a friend with benefits. I I wouldn't be thinking that whatsoever yeah and you also have to remember like what as you mentioned there someone's someone's going to get feelings if you're going to start doing dates and stuff like that it's someone's catching feelings and then the other person is very clear like you can't be pissed off them because they very much came into it saying this is just a situation um but the the, it's weird because the responses we got when i put up on the internet were completely split down the line like Mm -hmm. so like one person says if you're going on dates then you're dating and you're more than friends with benefits um and then the next person is like you know doesn't work someone always gets hurt then somebody else is like, yeah, I think you can as long as the line is firmly drawn. Somebody else is like, wouldn't recommend you can't walk away from unscathed. But the mm-hmm. general consensus from people is that if you are going to do it, you need the barriers. You need the rules or whatever. You need the yeah. line. So like, as you said, it's not dating. It's not staying the night or whatever it is for you personally that you're not going yeah. to wake up the next morning. Like, oh, let's have a cuddle. Or why don't you come down to have breakfast with me? And or why don't yeah. we go for a walk along the canal? That kind of shit. So you need to be literally like rules and stick to them and yeah. like one of those rules should be that you're allowed to deal with people yeah no 100 i mean you you can't have a separate benefit he says you're not dating other people are yeah. you because the other thing is like okay what if you have a friend the benefit and then you sleep with somebody else like there there are other things you might have to think about like yes. i mean you want to be checks yeah exactly you know obviously like as well like are you protecting yourself are you use a protection like all those things like do you know where this other person has been like those are other factors just outside of the emotional mm. part of it all but I would 100% say no dating absolutely not no hanging out outside of your friends with benefits time yeah and and if you start to feel jealous if he tells you he's going yeah. off, he or she tells you they're going off on a date or they're meeting up with their at the, yeah. on, the minute you start feeling jealous bye cut yeah good yeah so i don't know i'm sure like like i said i kind of had something going on but it, like it fizzled a long long time ago so um you know it, do, it doesn't matter anymore and i don't think there was any hard feelings on anybody's side there and that's the only time it's ever kind of work but as I said like there were times where I felt kind of rejected mm-hmm. when I would ask him to go over and he couldn't it's like wasn't anything to do with anyone but I was probably quite vulnerable because mm-hmm. yeah. I'd only just split up with somebody so I kind of was probably in a vulnerable space not probably not really looking after myself I'm probably no, not kind of anything about him probably at all no no, no 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 nothing nothing at all just yeah it was just my own personal thing and that's another thing I'd say I would say if you're in a bad space mentally, it mightn't be a good thing for you either. Because what you think is it'll be a great confidence booster and blah, blah, blah. But often sometimes, you know what I mean? There's a kind of down 
turn from it all. And then unfortunately, like, I wish it wasn't the way, but like, it just, women, we just get so guilty about like any sort of like sex and we, we shouldn't. And like, I mean, once you're doing you and you're fine, you're taking care of yourself and it's all consensual, like you shouldn't be hard on yourself or you shouldn't be like um, giving yourself shit over. But like, it is something definitely that I've struggled with as well. You know what I mean? Being really hard on myself just for like fucking living. I you know. know what I mean? Yeah, like I know definitely it's it's easy said and done sitting here going like because I wouldn't judge anybody else for doing it. But like then again, if I did it, I would judge myself. So like, you know, that kind of way. It's all your own mental space. Like I haven't had a friends with benefits. I've probably had a friends with shifting benefits back. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I don't fancy you, but it's two o'clock in the morning and I'll probably do the same thing next week. But, yeah, um, I but then again, hopefully this will lead to a slew of men. Um. But I do think that, yeah, I think we've made our, our feelings on the friends of benefits fairly clear. So if yes. anyone has a response to any of our dilemmas we spoke to today and they want to DM us or want to voice note us, come and do it. We love to get the feedback and um, definitely get, send us your problems. So we love hearing other people's problems because it's like... Yeah, I don't focus on our own. Yeah, it's not just <laughs> us, guys. And also, I did say if anyone has any happy stories, they are more than welcome to send them in too. Oh, like, please do. Please do. You know what I mean? It's nice to hear some good positive dating stories as well like we don't want it to just be all negative and look even today when we the voice note from the woman who's obviously got a child I mean that was even positive even though she's not with anybody at the moment but like it can be things happen and though you know you didn't envisage that this is where your life is going to turn out it can still be positive no matter what happens so yeah it's not being in a relationship like it's not we're not saying that's what makes you happy so like you know, maybe you, the thing that made you happy is getting out of that relationship and you're yeah. in your life now. So like, send us in, tell us, tell us the happy, the happy tales as well. But also yeah. we do love to hear a good freak story. So all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll definitely make a highlight reel as well of all the bad Tinder, Bumble and Hinge profiles we've been sent. Um, and also if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple, please give us an old review and an old like five stars only guys. We don't want anything less than that. Yeah, we are flying up the five stars so we just need some more from you guys and just be lovely come on it's free like it's free soundness and yeah Canada is beautiful yeah exactly and the whole thing about the the reviews is that the more reviews you have the more likely you'll get advertised on spotify or apple to other people and that's why we ask you do it it helps other people find us and find the podcast and, and then if when the podcast awards come around, if they're looking, they're like, look at them. They've had 7,000 five stars. They must be brilliant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll be sharing all the links for the Elf Podcast Awards and that comes out um, if we get through on the Elf category. <laughs> yes. And you better all vote. And if not, I will send a thousand bad luck. <laughs> I'll send a thousand feet profiles. <laughs> Uh, but for now Jesus yeah. I think that's it yes I'm going to go have a bowl of cornflakes like the rock star that I am <laughs> living the dream here Dave's going to date living the dream until next time guys Shalom Shalom Shalom. 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 goodbye Bye.